Joe Pags Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. Hi, great to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Lots going on, lots to get to. This hour will be Jason Miller from Getter. You can go and follow him on Twitter at Jason Miller in D.C. Getter, of course, where he's the CEO, Jason Miller in D.C. He's a former advisor to President Trump, and he's also, again, the CEO of this great website called Getter. It's an app. You can download the app in the App Store on your iOS device. You can get it in, in the Google Play Store. You can go online to getter.com, G-E-T-T-R dot C-O-M, and go sign up there. If you do, it's at Joe Talk Show for me, at Joe Talk Show. Now, a lot of people are contacting me about Truth Social. I can't find you, Pags. At Joe Pags, at J-O-E. P-A-G-S. I'm not sure why it's not coming up. I don't know how the search function works there, but I am adding people every day. Again, as you get added to, to truth, and a lot of you are getting added to truth, at J-O-E-P-A-G-S. But again, Getter, we're getting great engagement. We're getting great virality. We're getting a lot of new people there, 165,000 followers, something like that now. Go and look for me at Joe Talk Show. Uh, we're going to talk this hour about this story I saw yesterday, and Carrie's got it today, um, about a medical student who has decided to punish people who don't appreciate the fact that she's wearing her pronouns on her uniform on a Wednesday. I'll be as direct and to the point as I can on this. You will never see me tell you what my pronouns are. If you don't know, that's your problem, not mine. Come on, Carrie, what's going on? get it done? Oh, yeah. I'm going to break it down. Cabbage patch. The wiggly shoulders. I think the wiggly shoulders is something, isn't it? Is no. that something? No, it isn't. Hey, where's your neck? Say, hey, where's no, your neck? It's, that's not no? You don't think that's a thing no, either? No, I don't. Nope. Slappy arms. Mm. Break it down. Uh-huh. 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 That is Polo making it happen. Sam in the hizzy. Sam, you know that dance, right? The, the, where's your neck? You don't know that one? Okay. You're the expert at that one. Not I, I, I am. I actually originated that, and you're welcome. Um, all right, so we've got a lot going on, but uh, this, whole, this whole pronoun thing, again, listen, if you want to have a social media site or a profile on social media, and you choose to, to say Bob Smith, he, him, his, who am I? You put whatever you want on your profile. I don't care. I just don't care. But if you now need me to recognize it and not comment about how silly I think it is that you're putting your pronouns on your on your profile, well, that's not your problem. It's mine, right? So leave me alone. I'm going to leave you alone. You leave me alone. And by leave you alone, I mean I'm not going to say, you better get those off your site. Who do you think you are, Bob? Um, but I might make fun of you. Because it's clear to me whether you're a, a boy or a girl or a man or a woman, it's, that's clear. They're real. I don't think I've ever met anybody. Carol, let me ask you something. Mm-hmm. I think you'll answer as a journalist. Have you ever met somebody where you walked away and said, I just don't know what gender that person was? Mm, uh, I don't think so. Paul, have you ever done that? You ever met somebody who said, I, I don't know if that's a man or a woman. I just don't know. Not listen to their voice, actually met them. 
Uh, I don't think so. Sam? Um, maybe when I was a kid, you know, but I don't know, in my adult life, probably not. My point is, is actually pretty simple. We're not confused about who's a man and who's a woman. We're not confused about what pronouns to use. So if you need to broadcast your pronouns, that you're having some sort of an issue. I'm not. Um, I did not need your help. And then people say, well, it's about dignity. It's about giving me my human dignity like everybody else gets. I'm different. And again, if you want to say it, you want to wear it as a badge, you want to tell people what your pronouns are, that's on you. But if you broadcast that, like I'll give you an example. It's going to sound like it's not an example, but it is. I was at the, the motor vehicle, I don't know, a few years ago. Here we call it the tax, uh, the, the tax office. You go there to, to you know, get a title for your car or you're buying or selling a car or whatever. You go there and do that. And I'm wearing a, a T-shirt that says Vintage Air. Vintage Air is an air conditioning system you would get for older cars that didn't come with air conditioning, right? Mm-hmm. And I think the guy who runs the local Vintage Air or something listens to the program and he sent me a T-shirt. And Carrie, what do people on the radio love? Free stuff. We love some free stuff. <laughs> yep. If I can get a free t-shirt, the t-shirt that actually fits, yep. I'm good. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh yeah. Because a lot of times it's going to be you know medium, and as much as when I'm in Ooh. shape, I might wear that. Not today, I'm not wearing it. Medium, yeah. I'm just saying. Free stuff so, and um, food. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Kidding me? Please. Oh, by the way, just a word to the wise: anybody who's in the broadcasting industry, if you don't mark your name on the food in the oh. refrigerator or in the cabinet, it's gone. gone. Somebody else will eat it and they'll deny it. Mm-hmm. And sometimes when you do have your name on it. They will still take it and eat it. Right. Yep. Right. Yep. Never forget, one year, somebody sent me um, like a a box of ice cream or something. And it was one of the executives in the company or something. (laughs) I remember that, yeah. And I I go to get the box, and it's missing a court. (laughs) Yeah. And freaking Matt Martin, who's like the boss of the world, he's like, yeah, I I took a court. (laughs) What are you talking about? Yeah. I didn't take any of my ice cream. Matt Martin, get out of my ice cream. Yeah. So anyway, so that's just a little bit, a little helpful hint. If you ever get in the broadcast <laughs> industry, I don't care how high on the on the ladder they are or how low on the ladder they are. If nobody's looking, they're going to take your food. That's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Love you, Matt. Anyway, so um, I'm wearing this vintage AC shirt and somebody says, hey, you work for vintage AC. Let me ask you about this car and that car. And I said, I don't. Guy sent me the t-shirt. I like the t-shirt, but I understand they're a very good company. Now, how stupid would it have been for me to get offended? I don't work there. Very Why are you stupid. saying that? Yes, very stupid. I'm going to punch you in the face. Well, that's to me, that's that's tantamount to this story you're about to tell mm. us. Somebody comments on something this woman is showing them, and because they commented, she, like, injures them. Go ahead. Yeah, from The Blaze, a student from Wake Forest School of Medicine on Tuesday tweeted that after a patient laughed at her pronoun pin in front of other medical staff, she, quote, missed his vein during a blood draw and added that he had to get stuck twice. And the student soon deleted her Twitter account. The medical school said the student's tweet does not reflect its values and added officials are taking measures to address this with the student. Libs of TikTok posted a screenshot of a Twitter reply from at Adele 2023, who is the medical school student in question. I had a patient I was doing a blood draw on, see my pronoun pin, and loudly laughed to the staff, she, her. Well, of course it is. What other pronouns even are there? It, 
The student wrote, I missed his vein, so he had to get stuck twice. And the student's tweet was a response to a tweet from at Shirley Neobio, who wrote that her ID badge has had she, her pronouns for a year. I'm cis and I wear it to help my patients and colleagues who fall under the trans umbrella feel a little more comfy. In the last few weeks, several cis patients have berated me for it. And the medical school on Tuesday said the student's tweet does not reflect the school's values and that officials are taking measures to address this with the student. The student's Twitter account has been deleted. Okay. Just to make sure we understand. Just so that you, you are clear on this story. Here's a medical student who on her uniform, garb, outfit, whatever, has she, her. And somebody looks at her and goes, well, what else would you be? You're not an it. And she thinks that's being berated. Now, keep in mind, she's wearing it to make her trans friends feel more comfortable somehow, more comfy. And again, the the percentage of trans in human life is under 1% of all people. And then you've got some people who are pretending, like I believe Leah Thomas is. But for her to say, I'm going to wear these pronouns because it makes them more comfortable without even contemplating the fact that it makes those that she's working on less comfortable. And when they ask about it, she's going to jab them in the arm twice. Now, I give blood. I've given blood a lot. I'm not, I'm not uh, you know, two years old. I've, I've been around a while, and sometimes you have to get blood tests and whatever. And... Um, uh, I don't, I, Karen, I don't know what you do with this, but I don't look at the blood going into the tubes. I don't. I always turn away. I ain't looking at it. I don't want to. Mm-mm. And they'll Thank say, you. oh, you're going to feel a, a, a small stick here. And it, it just, and, and normally it's not a big deal. I've had a, what, what is it, a phlebotomist? I've had a phlebotomist or two that, that wasn't as good as the other ones have mm-hmm. been. Thankfully, because I'm a manly man, there are veins available on my arms. So what? Because you're a manly man, you have what? veins. What? I'm a man. I'm very vascular. I'm a manly oh, man. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm a big okay. healthy what man with saying? the veins. Mm, it's funny, Gary. True story. Veins. I was at. I had. To, I had to give uh, blood. I don't know. Probably four or five years ago, and I was in much better shape then than I am now. And I had all sorts of veins all the time in my arms. Right. Mm-hmm. So I went to to give blood and. and I, I cannot make this up. Every vein took a vacation. They were gone. <laughs> oh, man. Ooh, I had no smooth good. arms like a four-year-old you know, boy, mm. a four-year-old version of me. There was not a vein to be found. They were like, and the, the, it's funny because I walked in like, because I'm not a small dude. I walked in and, and the woman said, where are your veins? Where are those manly veins at? No, she, <laughs> she literally said, didn't you have veins a few minutes ago in your arms? <laughs> That's really said, don't, weird. Don't don't be judgy on my veins. Don't they, Carrie? I promise you, they hit. I don't know where they went. As wow. soon as I left, they're like, "Ha ha, here we are." <laughs> she would didn't do horribly. There was one that she found and whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't think I've ever had anybody who had to go back in. I don't think I've ever had anybody stick me twice to get the blood they needed. I've had um, I've had that happen. Actually. Have you? Yeah. Yeah. Do they apologize? What do they oh, say? Oh yes, absolutely. I'm so sorry. He said I'm just not getting anything from this one, or the veins collapse, and they got to go and look for another one. Yeah, I've had that happen. You said I'm a mean lady. I have no blood. <laughs> no, I've not said that. <laughs> I mean to that guy on the radio. Not a mean lady. <laughs> not a mean lady. I've so, uh, uh, can you imagine? Because you you said a comment about Mm-mm. something that somebody somebody is presenting to you. Look, if you put something on your shirt, don't tell me I can't comment. Yeah. It's like people who show off their tattoos, and I say, "Hey, what does that one represent?" What? Yeah. And this what is someone what? who wants to you be put it in my a face. doctor. 
a doctor who has to take care of everybody who comes in, anybody who comes in. And she gets offended by that and sticks him twice for it. Mm, I mean, what would she do if she's like in the operating room and, and the guy's like wearing socks that say Trump 45 or something? She's going to accidentally make a mistake and leave some gauze yeah, inside the guy? That's not it, good. It, it doesn't make any sense. So, so your thoughts out there listening. Now, the first part is this. If somebody presents something openly and outwardly, you're wearing a dress and I make a comment. You're wearing a hat and I make a comment. You have a tattoo in your face and I make a comment. Or you've got you know, he, her, she, whatever as a, as a name tag. Or your name tag says Bob. I mean, am I not allowed? to reference what it is you're showing the world and if I do not. I'm somehow is that what it is I mean yeah. it's just stupid. you can't do it so, so is that allowed or do we have to just calm that down that whole observing things do we just calm that down and the second part is how would you like to have to go to this woman's doctor's office once she gets her medical license and you have to fear what you say might end up getting you jabbed a couple of times. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pags Show. Hey, great to have you. Thanks a lot for being here. It is the Joe Pags Show. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. So where are you on this? If you're offering something that is a a service, I I guess it is different if you're saving lives and you take the Hippocratic Oath and you say that you're going to do all you can to save life and limb. I, I guess it might be different than the guy changing the tires in the corner store. Um, if you take that oath that you will only do things that will better the health of the person on, on whom you're working and you make the decision because they dared ask you about something that was on your uniform and you decide to hurt them, I mean, sticking somebody twice just because you can, um, Carrie, I'll be honest with you. I think, I think it's criminal. Well, certainly at the very least, she needs to be kicked out of that program. I mean, she admits. Yeah, she had a, She tweeted it. Now, look, if you make a mistake, it's not criminal. That's not no, assault and battery that, or anything. No, and that's why you're in but, school. That's why you're in right. medical school. Um, but, but if she you know. says, because you asked me about what I was wearing, and because I'm trying to make my trans friends so-called comfy, um, I get to stick you twice, that's way too much mm-hmm. power with a needle in your hand. Agreed. You know what I mean? Yep. I can you punch me in the can. face? I mean, I, I, I can argue that a punch in the face is less effective than a, a, a shot in the arm. Mm-hmm. That makes me. That reminds me of my parody. Shot in the arm. Thought mm. she's too too late. Do you realize what a good friend I am to you? <laughs> I do actually. I do. Because you, you, every day, two or three emails with parody ideas about Bon Jovi songs. Oh, please don't. Two do or three that. a day, please. Carrie Lucky. I know you've already done one, and one is really truly enough. Yeah. Did you like that one, or did you not like it? Uh, what's the right answer? So you answer won't carefully. Do another <laughs> bon Jovi answer parody. Carefully. I don't know. I don't know how to answer that. <laughs> answer carefully. <laughs> I 
did not. Yeah, well, got another one tomorrow. But um, yes, <laughs> every single day. People, can you just stop it? Yes, and, now, and, and I feel people. bad for this guy. Hey, the guy who sent me a parody last night where you wrote it on, on, um, uh, in Word, in Microsoft Word, and you sent it to me. You said, hey, I wrote you a parody. Here you go. I deleted the email. I didn't open the Word document. Not that what you did wasn't great. It probably was. I take pride in writing them myself. It's a process for me. And, and by all means, if it's any good, record it yourself and spread it around to your friends and put it on social media. So again, don't write them. If you've got a parody suggestion, that's not a Bon Jovi song. Yes. Uh, get Thank it to me. You. Go to, uh, listen, I don't, I did not enjoy trying to sing Bon Jovi. <laughs> you didn't? Okay. It was not easy for me. Yeah. It was hard. Yeah. So, let's so yeah, I don't know that, that I want to go there again. again. Let, me, yeah. let me go to the phone lines. And if you're just joining us, there's a medical school student who, because somebody asked her about her pronouns on her on her uniform, she decided to stick the guy in the arm twice to get blood out of his arm. Uh, and, and that's, of course, that to me, that could be criminal. It honestly could. And then she goes on social media and, and admits it. And what are they investigating, Carrie? She just should be gone, right? Absolutely, she should. I don't know. I mean, she put it out there. She did it. She so that's admission. She's proud yes. of it. Um, what's the proud of it? What's about you know? What are you going to investigate? That should take about two minutes, and she's Hold out. On, I just investigated it. She's out. Exactly. <laughs> it's, that's that's as yes. long as, as it took me. <laughs> Peggy, Oklahoma, talk to me. Hi. Hi, hi, Joe. Uh, what I was calling about it is I am an, well, the first thing that I was calling about is when you were talking about the food and people eating your food without a name on it or yes. with a name on it, yes. your wife, uh, as an RN, as a registered nurse on night shift, we call that no name, fair game. <laughs> so if you got your name on it, they shouldn't be touching it. Right. In the broadcast now, the industry, thing, if your name is on there, they don't care. They're still going to eat it, but go ahead. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Well, and then you are, uh, you're, uh, the lady that I talked to before I talked to you here, yes. uh, when she asked me my opinion on that, uh, as a registered nurse, one of the top things that people are most anxious about is when they come into us, us starting an IV on them. Any kind of needle, you'll never have someone say, oh, I can't wait right. to get a shot. I can't wait to get an IV started. Right. So that, to me, was punitive. And the first thing in any kind of oath, especially a medical oath, is first do no harm right and for her to be that um bold as to admit to doing that that should be expulsion that should be because if something that minor she's willing to be that punitive over and then post it i mean she's she's probably out of the program i am sure when they when they um when they review this for her to to even post that. And for one thing, it puts a liability on the facility that she's at. Right. If, if that was my child that, that she stuck twice, I'd be suing her. I'd be suing her for an assault. Yeah. No, well, well listen, I got to tell you, I, I, I think you make great points. And, and one point that I really got from you was we walk in there and we don't want to get that shot in the arm. We don't want to get that needle to, to draw blood. We don't want to get an IV, but we're trusting that you're going to take good care of us. And when you decide, because right. I made a comment that you're going to get me back by, by taking my trust and hurting me, you know, physically hurting me when I trusted you, that that's an issue for me. Peggy, great call. I appreciate you taking the time. Good stuff. When we come back, it'll be Jason Miller, the CEO of Getter. Make sure you stick around for that. If you're not on Getter, go there now, G-E-T-T-R.com, or download the Getter app. Look for me at Joe Talk Show. Look for him at Jason Miller in D.C. Keep it here.
This is the Joe Pag Show. Glad to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Always a pleasure to have this guy on. He's a former advisor to President Trump. He's now the CEO over at Getter, G-E-T-T-R dot com. Go and get on the social media if you haven't already. It's Jason Miller. Jason, how are you? Joe, I'm doing great. Excellent to be with you. Yeah, you know, it's great to have you back. I, I love that when the rollout of Getter was happening, we talked and we spoke in the early day, uh, early days, spoke again after Joe Rogan came over and Dr. Malone came over. And, and I, I can't help but to think to myself, you and I both hate cancel culture. I know that. To our core, we hate cancel culture. We hate what social media is doing. But between us, don't tell anybody. This is helping Getter, isn't it? I mean, it's got to be. Well, it's terrible for democracy, but it's great for business. And right, I just don't right. be blunt when I say that. And to channel my inner uh, Jimmy Stewart. Right. Or I guess technically it was the angel Clarence. Right. Every time someone gets kicked off of one of these big tech platforms, another getter angel gets its wings. <laughs> and so we saw the most recent example where the Babylon Bee went and posted their Man of the Year award, um, which uh, quickly got them kicked off of Twitter. Well, Babylon Bee was already on Getter, so they actually were our biggest gaining account in all of Getter across the entire world nice. last week. Number two, uh, Charlie Kirk. Nice. Yes, he followed up and got kicked off the same. And number three was actually Jack Maxey, who's been out there really doing the yeoman's work when it comes to pushing the Hunter Biden laptop story. Uh, now going on a year and a half, here's our, our third biggest gainer for the week. And so you look at this action by big tech to censor people and the direct reaction is more people join Getter. Uh, it's Jason Miller. Go and follow him. Jason Miller in D.C. over on Getter. He's on Twitter. He's all over the place, but he's the CEO of Getter. And I urge you to go there because the engagement is great. Uh, you know my story. I've been on Twitter since uh, 2009. And um, I, at one point, had 115, 116,000 followers. President Trump used to retweet me over there, and things were going fine. I, one day, got suspended for saying hydroxychloroquine works after a study came out and said hydroxychloroquine works. I did bend the knee, and I took the I took the tweet down, and I kind of regret it. But I was able to go back on their platform and, and make fun of them and complain about it and and show how stupid this is to suspend people when they got rid of president trump on twitter i lost i think 30 or thirty-five thousand people it was almost like a purge not just of him jason they almost went through and started purging anybody they thought might be mildly conservative because they made it clear we're going to pick and choose who we publish here and at that point is that when you said to yourself man i need to put a platform up here that will make sense and that won't do, that won't do this the babylon bee is satire nobody should be restricting satire in a free speech uh, community nobody should restrict me saying hydroxychloroquine works even if it doesn't work they can fact check me but just to delete me because i said that that was sort of the opening wasn't it that was the open door for you to run through well, it really was. And what we're seeing now is if you agree with big tech, then you get free speech. If right. you disagree with them, then you don't get free speech. And that's why we have to have more marketplace solutions. And I think, quite frankly, that when they talk about new platforms coming on the market, I think we're going to be taking a big chunk out of Twitter, out of Facebook, out of these existing platforms. And so I don't think it's purely you have people who are on the big tech and then people who aren't, and you're fighting over these various pies. I think that Facebook or now meta, whatever they want to call it, yeah. uh, their weirdo meta universe of weirdness. Uh, that's clearly on the downward trajectory. Uh, young people are not using uh, Facebook at all anymore. Uh, that's part of the reason why I think Peter Thiel left and why they tried to rebrand the whole company. Twitter has moved even further to the left, if you can believe it. Just the fact that you have 
Putin, the Ayatollah, the Taliban, all on Twitter, but yet they kick off President Trump, Babylon B, Charlie Kirk, people of that name, Tucker Carlson, uh, who got put in the, the digital jail for a little while over saying a similar comment to what B- Babylon B was saying. Right. That just shows you where they're almost, they want to create two different societies, one with free speech, one without. Well, they have the power to do it. It's Jason Miller. He's the CEO at Getter. Go to GETTR.com. Sign up right now if you haven't. Look for me. I'm at Joe Talk Show. He's Jason Miller in D.C. Um it, Something's got to change because they've got the power because they've got the money. You've got a bunch of of Silicon Valley billionaires who just don't care, and they think that they're smarter than they really are. They just got they got in early on something that turned out to to affect our dopamine, you know, stores in our brains and and so on. But at the end of the day, if we start taking money out of their pockets, do you see them adjusting? Or or, or Jason, are you like me? Do you think they're they're too arrogant? They really do believe that they're king and queen makers, that they're monarchs, and what they say should go. Do you think they'll ever be knocked down if they start? losing money or they're they're well beyond that no joe they've already kicked off a sitting president of the united states i know you and i have talked about this before but after president trump was deplatformed roughly 20 25 percent of his u.s voters stopped being on social media they're just like you know what twitter facebook all bad news they kicked off trump i don't want to be there anymore right now as president trump has continued to make more news and we start looking about a potential comeback for 2024 he's on the road doing campaign events a lot of these people are coming off the sidelines but these big tech companies have already made the decision there's roughly 30 40 percent of every country it's not just the us where they've said we don't want your business and they are never going to change they don't care if they're facebook excuse me twitter for example their stock price is down 50 percent since we launched eight months ago, 50%. And they're getting I, more I, radical, Jason. Instead of instead of being wise and saying, hey, maybe we should welcome people like Pags and, and Miller, they're getting more radical. They're getting completely radical, but here's the thing. They don't care because they've now made their money. What they're looking to do is say, okay, we're going to reshape the world in our, the way that we see it. So whether that's pushing certain ideologies, whether that's pushing certain social issues, the way that they talk about defending the family and our the framework of our society is by pushing things like pronouns, which here's the deal. Uh, to each his own, whatever you want to go and talk about, that's right, fine. Right. Just don't go and push it on me. I'll tell you one thing. Nobody on the front lines in Kiev or Mariupol right now is worried about pronouns. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. It's Jason Miller, the CEO of Getter. Go to GETTR.com. Hey, how did you do it so right? And here's what I mean. You know that Parler was doing great. Um, it was an, an actual competitor. I live stream, and if I would put it on Parler, I would get thousands of people show up. All of a sudden, it's my opinion that all of big tech colluded, whether it's the App Store with iPhones or, or Google Android, um, Amazon and their web servers. They all colluded, I believe, to take Parler down. And once Parler came back up, it is a shell of its former self. I've got 350, 360,000 followers on Parler. Nobody sees anything I post there because nobody's even aware of it. I've got about 165,000 on Getter now, which has grown so much faster than Facebook and Twitter ever did. Um, and I'm getting huge engagement. What did you do differently? Why are your servers safe from Silicon Valley saying we got to take Miller down? Well, a couple of things. Uh, we have what we believe is a smart and robust and proactive moderation system to right. make sure that we keep out things such as the ISIS videos or illegal activity, things of that nature. Where Parler got jammed up, 
was they were relying purely on community policing or community activity to deal with it. Well, the problem is all of a sudden they scaled. They won it by millions, yeah. and they didn't have the community policing that could do it. I think it was terrible what happened to Parler. Obviously, their competitor platform with their ideological allies, yeah. the people were all were all in this struggle together. Is very unfair what happened to them, but we looked ahead and said, okay, we have to have some aspect of a moderation plan. we got to make sure we keep illegal activity, uh, inappropriate pictures, things of that nature off, but allow people to have their political speech. That was the first. Second thing is we made sure the technology was going to be good. I have never met a single person who said, you know what? The technology on Twitter sucks. Um, I'm just going to go someplace else. It's all ideological based on the fact that the user experience is terrible because of the ideology and the forced value set and the negativity and the bots and all that kind of stuff. So we knew we had to have a really good product, which we did. And then finally, uh, or just as good as anything Silicon Valley would have. Third thing, I want to make sure this wasn't an American echo chamber. We were going to have global voices. Right. Again, people who are passionate about their countries, their lives, things of that nature. And we've done that. So half of our user base is U.S., Half is international. Well, how did, how did you do that? And it's Jay Silo, the CEO of, of Getter. I am so blown away by it. It looks like you've got all of Brazil on the website. I mean, it's it's kind of amazing that this platform is pulling in people from from uh, here, obviously, South America, overseas. I see a lot of people from Europe starting to show up as well. How are you able to do that outreach and convince people that, yes, this will be a safe place where you can go and opine and nobody's going to attack you and you can actually have some semblance of free speech, even if your country is in a free speech country? How did you do that? A lot of it was one-on-one -on -one phone calls, one-on-one -on -one meetings, uh, friends who have made introductions. You know, I've, uh, uh, I might not look it, but I'm actually in my uh, mid, almost late 40s. Uh, I've spent a lot of years of trialing around and meeting people. And having that front row seat to what happened to President Trump in 2020, I think really gave me some extra credibility right. to come in and say, okay, I've seen political discrimination up close firsthand. I'm going to make sure it doesn't happen to you. And in fact, as we talk about elections coming up, whether it be Brazil, which their presidential is uh, elections in October, yeah. uh, France is next month uh, in April, Colombia is in May, I've said to all of them, it's a matter of when, not if big tech comes through before the election and censors you or starts kicking your people off. And in all of these elections, these people have seen the exact same thing where they come in and start picking winners and losers. And I have that credibility, that life experience to say, I saw what happens as we get close to the election. We were caught unprepared in 2020. Don't let it happen to you. It's it's great advice. And had we had a getter or a parlor that worked or some other outlet that worked, the New York Post story would not have been squelched. And we would have all found out about Hunter Biden's laptop. I saw a study, and I can't cite it right now, but it said 10% of voters who voted for Biden might not have voted for him had they known about the laptop. And that was squelched. Suddenly, the New York Times says, yeah, well, it was real. And everybody's just now agreeing that it was real. It's a little bit too little too late. So I love that you're doing this before the elections coming up. You said something earlier that I want to sort of jump on, if you don't mind. You said that Parler is competition, but we're political allies. You know, you know in my, in my view as a user of social media, I don't see you guys as competitors at all because I can have every app on my phone. I can go to every website on my, uh, on my computer. And, and, and because I'm on Facebook, I don't think to myself, well, I put it on Facebook, I don't have to go to Parler. I don't have to go to Getter. I don't have to go to fill in the blank. Um, for me, I'd like to get as much reach as I possibly could. So you, do you sort of have that idea of coexisting? You're not the car dealership across the street from the other guy trying to outsell them, you're literally able to get, I mean, it's, it's, not, it's not a zero-sum game. I can go to any site I want, and if you're doing it right, I'll stay on all of the sites. Does that make sense? Absolutely. In fact, as I look at my phone where I have uh, obviously Getter and I have a couple of the other social media platforms, yeah. uh, I see the way this going is ultimately people are now accustomed and used to having 
two, three, maybe four different social media platforms on their smartphones, and they're going to continue to use some combination of both. Maybe um, one might be a way to talk with some of their friends or kind of their legacy things, but uh, they uh, going to Getter is kind of like their dessert where they get to have fun and they actually enjoy it. When I wake up in the morning and I open Getter, I'm always amazed. I'm always excited to see there's somebody new. You'd think as a CEO that uh, I would know every single person joining the platform. <laughs> every day there's someone I'm like, wow, That's this awesome. person joined? That's so cool. Literally, just five minutes ago, I was downstairs in the lobby of our building uh, here in New York, and a gentleman came up and was like, Jason? I'm like, yeah. He's like, hey, it's me, John. And I'm like, uh, and he's like, John from Getter. He's the, building, <laughs> he's the building superintendent. Oh, wow. I've never met John ever before. He goes, yeah, I've been on Getter for a couple of months now. I go on and look at it most days. Uh, I, I think it's, I, I saw it, obviously, that you guys were in the building. That's really cool. So I just got a picture of them and put it up on, uh, uh, on Getter. But every day, someone comes up to me. One one super quick anecdote. I was in London last week and I ended up at a comedy show, uh, of all things, along with uh, Majid Nawaz, who's one of our uh, uh, influencers in the right. UK. And as I walk in, we are a couple minutes late to the first uh, comedian set. He's like, and hey, I'm uh, uh, at Nick Dixon um, on Twitter. And anyone here on, uh, on Getter? And I hear this. This is in a, a East London comedy show, and I'm in the back. I'm like, wait, this comedian just name dropped Getter, so I start cheering, and then a handful of other people start cheering. And he's like, wow, he's like, there's a lot of Getter people here tonight. All right, I'm at Nick Dixon on Getter. Oh, that's great. And uh, it, I went up afterwards and got a picture with them and said, oh, this is so great. So now the fact that regular people just in their lives are giving their shout outs to their Getter handles. This, my friend, is how we turn the page and break those chains uh, from big tech of saying, you know what, all the power doesn't have to be in Silicon Valley. Yeah, I'm with you. It's uh, Jason Miller. He's the CEO over at Getter. Go to uh, Getter.com, sign up for yourself, follow Jason at Jason Miller in D.C. Uh, one really, really smart move you made a couple of weeks ago, I can now send everything I put on Getter over to Twitter. I love that function. I think that's awesome. I don't even have to go to the website. I can just send it from Getter, and then it, it redirects people to Getter, and, and I love that. Uh, I've got to ask you very quickly, I'd be remiss if I didn't, as a former advisor to President Trump, and I've only got about a minute, Jason, but had you had a president that you were advising, who was over in Europe saying to our soldiers, you'll be in Ukraine soon, which isn't true, who said if uh, Putin uses chemical weapons, we would respond in kind, which of course is basically saying let's go nuke now, let, let, let's go um, you know, with mass destruction weapons. Uh, you got a guy who, who is talking about how um, uh, Putin needs to be just removed. He, how, how the hell is this guy still in power? And then his administration keeps trying to walk it back. And when he's asked about it, he says, I'm not walking anything back. I said what I said. What would you say to this guy if you had a private moment with President Biden advising him on what it is he's saying in public? Well, as an advisor, if I wanted to keep my job, I'd probably somewhat temper it. Uh, <laughs> but if, if I was someone on the outside uh, who I could speak as completely candid and freely as I wanted, I'd say, Mr. President, you're a turnover waiting to happen. We can't hand you the football anymore because you're going to go and fumble it. Yeah. Uh, but as an advisor, I'd probably say, sir, um, um, I think what we need to do is just have you stick with the script uh, because the international media is paying such close attention uh, that any freelancing can get us in trouble here. Uh, but I, I think that's about as nice as you could say it uh, to him because this is a disaster. And here's the thing, Joe. And we talk about the doomsday clock and inching uh, closer toward midnight. Right. This is some scary stuff. I mean, when you're literally uh, calling for regime change, which he did, he called for regime change and then walked it back. That has ramifications. That could lead to people getting killed. You, as someone who's been in this for 50 years, you would think that he would be sharper and more able to handle this. It's a whole other conversation. I do worry. There's some challenges that he has going on. Right. Uh, but uh, this is dangerous, and someone needs to go have that talk that, Mr. President, 
uh, we can't put you out there anymore. And, and the thing is, Jason, and you just hit on this, you know, very directly. The other guy who's hearing it, the ears that that that, that hearing that's hearing this is Putin, who is afraid for his job already. And what's to stop him from going nuclear rather than being taken down and being made to look a mess? Uh, if you don't know that as the leader of the free world, perhaps you only go on script and you never ever say anything else because this guy. I mean, just in the, in the past week, those things were said. That's not bringing up everything else he said for the past year and a half. Jason, I could talk to you for three hours. Everybody, go to Getter Getter G-E-T-T-R dot C-O-M. Follow him, Jason Miller in D.C. I'm at Joe Talk Show there. Get yourself an account and see real engagement and real free speech. I love what you're doing, my brother. Can you come back soon? Absolutely. Thank you, sir. I really appreciate it. Jason, thanks a million. We're back after this. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pag Show. Hi, great to have you. Thanks a lot for being here. It is the Joe Pag Show. Enjoyed having Jason Miller on. Make sure you stop by GETTR.com or go to your app store, either on iOS or the Google Play Store, and download the Getter app and go sign up. Doesn't cost you anything. Make sure that you look for Joe Pags, or actually at Joe Talk Show when you go there, at Joe Talk Show. Let me tell you in the meantime about Super Beats. Super Beats are awesome. As we age, we start losing that ability to, uh, to feel refreshed all day. We get fatigued a lot easier. Um, just under that energy level that you used to have. Well, the deal is your blood flow is not what it used to be. Your, blood, your circulation just isn't where it could be. So why not try Superbeats Heart Chews? They, they, of course, support a healthy lifestyle. They support a healthy level of blood pressure. And they taste delicious. Non-GMO beets combined with grapeseed extract. They taste awesome. Just add two of these soft chews in the morning uh, with your morning routine. You're going to be set to go all day, and you'll find you've got incredible energy right off the bat. No, no heavy caffeine. Nope, don't worry about the energy drinks. Not talking about a sugary drink, something like that. These these soft chews, again, they taste delicious. They are healthy. They're good for you. Why not add those to a healthy lifestyle and see the difference right now? You save a bunch of money by going to my part of the website, joelovesbeats.com. Save up to 45% off, plus get free shipping. joelovesbeats.com is the best offer they're putting out anywhere. joelovesbeats.com, up to 45% off. joelovesbeats.com, make that happen right now. Top of next hour, Carrie's got a story and update from the Oscars. It turns out something was requested of Will Smith, and he didn't do it. Kind of interesting when you hear that. Carrie, did you know that? I did not. I'm bound out right. today. Yep. Got that for you when we come back after the top of the hour, plus next hour. Another great interview, too. Ted Poe, keep it here. This is the Joe Pegg Show.